Thanks for tuning in to the Renew Life Church Lubbock podcast today. We hope this message encourages you as you allow God's word and his presence to change your life. But thanks for, uh, just thanks for being here today, especially if it's your, your first time here at Renew Life Church. My name is Keith. I'm the campus pastor. We're so excited that you're here with us. And uh, as you can see, we are a people. We're not just a staff or pastors or worship leaders. We are a people in hot pursuit of the presence of God. We are a people that actually come to meet with God on Sundays. Amen. Come on, say amen. And that, that's, that is what we are here for. And, um, and so I pray that even during this time, even as we talk about the word of God, and I release this into your life, that it, it, would, it would still be worship. It would still be a time of presence. It would still be a time of impartation where you actually, um, you don't just, don't just don't turn off that, that thing that says, I want more of God when worship is over. No, no, this is a time to keep that thing turned on. Amen. Today, I want to talk to you around the subject of faith. Come on, say faith. I want to talk to you about faith. You know, as new covenant believers, as people who now live in the grace of God, we are called to live by faith. Back in the old days before Jesus came, you know how people had to live? They had to live by the letter of the law. They had to live by their works. They had to get things done. But now in the new covenant, what does it say? It's by grace you've been saved through, through what? Through faith. We are called to live by faith. Now, uh, th- this is, if, if, if you are trying to live any other way right now, you're kind of working against the system that God placed on this earth. In the kingdom of God, we are called to live by faith, by believing. This word faith, you know what it actually, the definition of this word faith um, actually means to be persuaded. Faith means to be persuaded. It means to be persuaded in the things of God. It means to be persuaded in the ways of God. It means to be persuaded in the promises of God, in the word of God. To to have faith means to be persuaded in his way over your way. It means to be persuaded in in his way over our way. The definition that I kind of wrote myself, faith is being persuaded of a heavenly reality despite our earthly experience. Faith is being persuaded of a heavenly reality despite our earthly experience. Anybody ever experienced something that didn't line up with the word of God? Anybody ever walked that out? How many of you are walking that out right now? You're experiencing something that doesn't line up. Well, you know what you need? You need faith. You know, you're, you know, you know the, the way you're called to live right now in this moment and in every moment, I might add, you're called to live by faith. You're called to live by faith. And so I want to start this morning just by asking you this question. How is your faith right now? How's your faith doing? And I don't mean to to bring condemnation or shame in any way. I really just want you to take a moment, turn inward and say, where where actually is your faith? Because you know what faith is a lot lot like? Faith is like a computer screen. If If you don't use it, it goes into sleep mode. If you don't use your faith, guess what it'll do? It'll go right into sleep mode. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take weeks. It doesn't take months. No, it'll do it in about two or three minutes, just like your computer, right? Our faith never leaves us. It just becomes dormant sometimes. 
And what I want to encourage you with this morning is that as, as a believer, as a Christian, even, even the word, what, 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 is, what are Christians known as? We're known as believers. We're known as faithers. We're known as people who believe. And I want to ask you, are you living a life of belief? Where's your faith at today? If it were a light switch, would you say it's up or it's down? It's on or it's off? I want, I want to encourage you right now. If it's off, just reach over there and turn it back on. If it's off right now, just wiggle the mouse until the screen comes on again. Because it's time to turn our faith on. Yes, yes, we, we need to wake up from all the pie and all the turkey and all the ham, and we need to turn our faith back on. Because the Bible says that as believers, we are actually called to live by faith. If you have your Bible, Mark chapter 11, it says this. This is Jesus talking. You know the story. He had just walked past the fig tree. He cursed it. He goes and does some things with the disciples, comes back the next day. You find the fig tree dead. The disciples are like, wow, what just happened? And here's Jesus' response in Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Then Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. Come on, can y'all say that with me? Ready? Have faith in God. These are the words of Jesus. He looked at his disciples. He would be standing here looking at you today, and he's saying, have, have faith in God. As a Christian, have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Romans chapter one, verses 16 through 17 says this, for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God. Come on, say power. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek for in it, in the gospel, in the good news, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Another translation says the just. I got good news for you today. You're justified. You're righteous today. You're forgiven today. Come on, if, if you believe in Jesus, you need to know you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This scripture isn't talking to the ones who got it all together. They're talking to the ones who have accepted Jesus into their life and became righteous, not by their works, but by his work. And it says, the righteous, the righteous shall live by faith, by faith. I want to title the message, Faith for the Moment, Faith for the Moment. Would you pray with me? Holy Spirit, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this time. We ask you that you would do what you, only you can do. You're, you're the best leader. You're the best guider. You're the best comforter and helper. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, to help us today. Help us as we dive into your word. Help us as we learn from you. I pray that your voice would be so loud today. It would be loud in this service, in, in, in the hearts of your people. Yeah, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. If you agree, say amen. Amen. You know, um, many of you know this, but one of the things that I love to do, one of my, it is my favorite hobby, is to actually go snowboarding. And so we're getting into the snowboarding months, and so you're going to get a happy preacher for the next three months, all right? A real extra happy. 
And uh, I, I, love, I love to go snowboarding. And I probably started seven or eight years ago. And uh, I, I kinda, once I kind of got the hang of it, my, the first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to be able to take some jumps, right? Why? Because you're way cooler if you can take some jumps. That's why. And I, I've always been that way. I always wanted to kind of risk it and go for it. I, I have fun just kind of doing that thing. And, um, and so I started to, to try and learn how to take a jump on a snowboard, and it was a complete disaster to start off. I fell so many times. It hurt every single time. I wanted to quit a lot of times. It was, you know, when you're, when you're 6'4 and you're standing on a board, you can go over a jump like this high and you feel like you are flying, okay? You're so high up there. You're like, I'm X games. I'm crushing this right now. And then my buddies give me the video and I was like, just delete that. Just go ahead and delete that. I don't want anyone else to see that, right? But I, I was having a lot of trouble and I, and I, and uh, trust me, this is going somewhere. And I, I was like, I was like, uh, what, what, uh, I was trying to figure out, like, I, I can't, why can't I do this? Like, I'm an athlete. I can, why can't I do this? And I tried to get all technical and figure it out. But finally, you know what I realized? I realized that every time I went to go take a jump, I was scared. I was scared to take the jump. And every time I was going up to this jump, in, in my head, I was thinking, Oh, God, I hope this works out. That was my thought. And every time I had that thought, guess what happened? I fell. And finally, I realized, I learned this after, after trial and error. You know how you take a jump when you're a snowboarder? You take it like you are in the X Games. You get up and you look down at that jump, and you know what your thought has to be? Oh, I'm about to crush this jump. I'm about to nail it. And if you have, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. It's literally about 10% skill and 90% confidence. If you have the confidence when you go over that thing, you have given your, yourself the best chance to actually be successful. You will give yourself the best chance to actually land it and not look like an idiot on the slopes in front of everybody. But there's this moment that happens. And it's a moment that many of us face in our life, actually. But I'll never, uh, this happens to me every time. I will be on that mountain, and I will be looking down at that jump, and there will be a moment where I will have to make a choice. I will have to make a decision. And you know what my choice is? Will I choose to believe the thought, I'm going to crush it? Or will I choose to believe the thought, uh, well, let's see what happens. And I don't know if you've noticed this about your life, but those moments actually happen to you every single day. There are moments, moments, do you have faith for the moment? There are moments in our life, there are moments every single day, multiple times a day, where we're looking at that thing when we're looking at that decision, when we're looking at that, that direction that we should go. And the, que and the question that you have to ask yourself is, what decisions are you making? What, what are you choosing in that moment? Are you choosing a faith-filled thought? Or are you choosing a fear-filled thought? See, see, God did not create us to live with, with a mentality that said, oh, let's just see what happens. 
We don't, we're not supposed to live a life of, oh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Let's just see what the day, day holds. Oh, you know, my, my kid's sick. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see how long it lasts. Oh, we're struggling financially. Let's, let's just see what happens. Oh, oh yeah, there's going to be a flood, and it's going to wipe out humanity. Uh, humanity. Aren't you glad that Noah went like, oh, let's just see what happens? See, we're not called to live a life, uh, a, a live a life by let's see what happens. We're called to live a life by faith. We're called to live a life when we come up to something that doesn't line up with this word. Guess what our thought, our thought that we need to grab hold of? I'm about to crush it. I'm about to nail it. Victory is already mine. I may have to believe longer than I want to, but no matter what, the victory is mine. Because, because this, this is how we are actually called to live. We're called to live, we're called to live by faith. Living by faith looks like you not just accepting the status quo. Living a life of faith looks like you going through life and it looks like you fighting. In fact, faith looks a lot like that. You know what faith looks like? It looks like fighting. It looks like fighting for the promise. It looks like fighting when you don't want to. It looks like fighting when you are tired. You know what what faith looks like? Faith looks weird and it looks crazy. Faith looks weird and crazy. Faith faith makes you look like that one who, man, they just just don't get it. They they look like the, you you, you can kind of look like the one who has too much hope. You look naive. Oh man, this poor, poor guy, poor Dan. He just, he just doesn't get it. He just does. He just, he's just a baby. He doesn't get it. (laughs) Faith will make you look dumb. You want to know why? Because faith has you believing in a reality that you can't see. Faith has you believing in in a reality that is not natural. It's supernatural. Faith is being persuaded of a heavenly reality over an earthly experience. It looks looks at, at the situation that you're in and says, yep, I know that I feel this and I know that I see this and I know that I'm actually even experiencing it. And faith doesn't say, faith doesn't deny it. Faith doesn't not talk about it. Faith says, this is what I'm going through, but God. Faith says, here I am, but have faith in God but I'm called to have faith in God. I'm I'm the righteous. I'm the just. The just shall live by faith. Did you know today that you are connected to a lineage of people who live by faith? If you are a believer, when you joined the spiritual family, guess what you joined? You joined a bunch of people who had a lot of faith. You joined some fathers and mothers of the faith. You joined people like Jesus. You joined people like Noah. You joined people like Abraham who took his son Isaac up the mountain and was going to sacrifice him. And when he couldn't even have a kid and the Lord said, I'm going to give you many, many nations. That's who you're connected to. And can I just say, can I just ask this question to all of us? Are we carrying on the lineage of the faith? Are we people of faith? Am I a person of faith? I grew up in a, I, I, I didn't grow up in it, but when I went to college, what's going on here? I don't like this. This is a problem. The world is better now. Did y'all see that? Did you see how that happened? 
Thank you, Dan. Um, I, I grew up in this, this in, in college and in my later years in this atmosphere of faith. And you know what you, how many of you grew up word of faith or went to word of faith places? We got some, some hands in here, okay? You know, you know a, a word of faith thing? People would come up to you and they say, now, now what are you believing for? What are you believing for? And I hated that question because every time they asked me, I wasn't believing for anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got me. You are hearing the Holy Spirit. <laughs> what are you believing for? Can I ask you this morning, what are you believing for? Some of you may have it really, really good right now. What are you believing for? Some of you may not have it so good. I bet you're believing for something. But there is never a season as believers, there is never a season that we don't live by faith. There is never a moment, there is never a day that we are not called to live by faith because the just shall live by faith. Anything done that without faith is called sin. Scripture says anything done without faith is sin. We're actually called to, to live, like live by faith. You know what living by faith means? It, it, it means this, and it looks like this. It means when your kid is sick, you get a little mad about it. Am I telling the truth? Because faith says this shouldn't be happening. Faith says, I declare they're whole and they're healed. We've been, just so you know, the last three days over Thanksgiving been not so fun for us because our littlest one was sick the entire time, had a rash, earache, waking up in the middle of the night. And when you're staying with the in-laws, guess where you're sleeping? You're sleeping in the same bedroom as your kid is sleeping so we don't get no sleep. It's like, Lord, I am thankful. I'm not sure what I'm thankful for right now, but I am thankful. <laughs> Last night, I'm going to bed. 12.30, guess who wakes up? My daughter. Guess what else starts happening? Our humidifier just all of a sudden just starts blinking, just a bright blue flashing light. And as soon as I saw that, I literally out loud said, all right, come on. Because I knew what was going on at this point. Oh, it's, 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 it, this, this is not a coincidence. You know what this is? This is an attack. You know what this is? This is the, the dumb little enemy trying to influence me and just rob my sleep so I'm a little bit tired when I come to preach the next day or rob my family, or rob my daughter. And I did not want to get up, and I, trust me, I'll say this. I don't even do this the majority of the time. I'm still walking through this. But I got up, and I went and got my, my, I went and got my little girl, and I began to rock her, and you know what I began to do? I began to pray over her out loud, and I began to resist the enemy so that he would flee. I began to say, enemy, get out of here. Sickness, get off her body. Earache, go away. Pain, go away in, the Jesus, in Jesus' name. Rash, disappear from her body. By the way, she woke up. It was finally gone today. So, so I'm, I, I, But here I am in the middle of the night when, and y'all know this about me, I, I don't function in the middle of the night. I don't, I'm not even functioning right now. I'm not, still not awake. I, I don't, this is not what I like. But I didn't have a choice my choice was, do I, am I going to choose to stand up and be a person of faith and live by faith, or am I just going to see what happens the rest of the night? Am I preaching to anybody today? We're called to live by faith. We're called to live by faith. 
I want to ask you today, what are you, what are you living by? What's motivating you? You see, when we go to pray for healing, our, our mentality is not, oh, let's see what happens. Our mentality is they're about to get healed. That is faith. When I give my tithe and offering, I don't give it like this. Oh, man. Sure hope the Lord comes through. And you know what? It may start off that way. But you know how we're called to give our tithe and offering? In faith. In believing. Oh, man, Lord, thank you for the 90 that I get to keep. And I thank you. I would rather have a blessed 90 than an unblessed 100. Oh, Lord, you're about to open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on me so much so I can't even contain it all. You say you refresh those who refresh others, that the generous will prosper. Lord, I thank you. I'm generous and I'm going to prosper. That's not prideful. That is faith. Come on, can I say that? That is not prideful. That is faith. I'm not believing in myself. I'm believing in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Faith looks like when you go to drop your kids off for school, you're not wondering if they're going to be protected or not. But when you drop them off, you do it by faith. Lord, I thank you that nothing, no evil will come near them. Lord, I thank you that your, your, your wings cover them. Your angels go before them and lift them up so they won't even dash their foot on a stone today in the playground. See, I just added that in the playground to that scripture right there. You can do that. But living by faith looks like, it looks like you leaving your kids with someone and actually going out and having a flipping good time. Not wondering, oh, I hope my kids are protected. I hope they're really getting taken care of today. Now, am I saying that you don't use wisdom? No. Am I saying, should you use wisdom? Yeah. But <laughs> I don't even know if I remember this quote. Bill says something to the effect of, of, um, of, of wisdom goes around masquerading as doubt or doubt goes around masquerading as wisdom. We, in other words, we wisdom ourselves out of faith. Well, I'm, I'm doing this because that's wisdom. I'm, I'm doing this because that's wisdom. Yeah, 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 there's wisdom, but at some point, your boards, you're, you're gonna have to pick up your board and point it towards the jump and do it in faith. At some point, you have to choose faith. I want to close with, a, with just a couple of thoughts. Um, you know, uh, whether, whether we believe it or not, we are, we're actually living by something. If we are not living by faith, we're living by something. In other words, there is something motivating us to do what we do. What is your motivation? What's getting you up every single morning? Now, if you, if you kind of take this idea and you look at it from a surface level, there are many, many things the world says motivates us, right? We have money, fame, significance, comfortability. There's all these things that we're, we're living. If, if, you're, if you're pursuing those things, you're living by them. They are your motivator. But those are actually just the surface level because if you were, if you were to dig a little bit deeper, 
And here's where I want you to start to just kind of do some, uh, some internal evaluation this morning. When, it, when you dig a little deeper, what you find is that many of us are living by this. We're living by fear. We're living by, are you ready for this one? Comparison. We're living by selfish ambition. We're living by insecurity. Insecurity is what's motivating us to do what we do. Um, here's one for you. Many people live their life by hurt. They're actually motivated by hurt. They've been hurt. And because they've been hurt, they won't do this ever again. Even if the word says it, they can't take a chance of getting over here and getting hurt again. So guess what? And, and this is no shame, no condemnation. I want to reveal something to you right here. You are not living by faith in that area. You're living by hurt. Hurt is your motivation. And God's saying, I need you to live by faith. Faith says, I might get hurt again, but I got to do it. Faith says, faith says, I know I should connect strongly to this church and I know I should get involved intimately with community at this church. I should have friends in this church. And faith, and guess what? And here you are, oh, but yeah, but I've been hurt. I've been burned. I have church hurt. You know what? Jesus is bigger than church hurt. And his word says, in faith, connect. You don't have to want to connect. You just have to connect by faith. Sometimes your faith goes before your feelings. A lot of times your faith goes before your feelings. See, what, what's motivating you? Here, especially in this, in this time that we're living in. We're living in some really uncertain times, right? I've heard talks, we could be on an economic collapse in, in a matter of moments. You know, everything could just go <clears throat> just real bad real quick. You know what I think a lot of people are doing? I think a lot of people are, they're holding tight onto their money. They're saving. They're doing these. Let me, let me just ask you, let me, I want to ask you this question. Am I saying that saving is wrong? No. Why are you saving though? Why are you saving? Are you saving because you're scared? Or are you saving by faith? Come on, let's be real today, right? The financial decisions that you're making, are you doing them out of fear? Or, are, or, or is there faith attached? Is there faith? Uh, are, you, are you buying that thing because truth be told, you need that thing to feel secure and good about yourself? Or are you buying that thing by faith? this making any sense to you today? We live motivated by a lot of things. And I just want, I just want to kind of open your mind up and open your heart up to, to, to ask yourself, okay, what am I actually living by? Every person in here, if you'll look real deep, you're living by something other than faith in some area, I guarantee you. Why? Because we're humans. We're not perfect yet. 
We may be killing it in this one area. Oh, but over here, the Holy Spirit's like, yeah, you're, you live by faith and your finances really, really well. Now it's time for you to live in faith when it comes to your kids. Now it's time to live in faith when it comes to your relationships. Now it's time, hear me, this is for somebody. Now it's time to live by faith when it comes to your marriage. That you live by faith. You, what Natalie was saying, you live by faith. You have hope. Lord, I know he is a knucklehead, but I'm living by faith. I'm believing that you will actually speak through his thick skull and get him to do the right thing. I'm being funny, but it's real, isn't it? We're called to live by faith. Come on, can I say it again? We're called to live by faith. We're called to live by faith. We are called to live by faith. You can fill in the room today. There's faith in the room. Faith is in the room. Why? Because some people brought it here. People bring it. You can taste it. You can feel it. You can sense it. Faith. Faith. I want to encourage your faith this morning. Out of Romans chapter 8. What an amazing, amazing chapter. No matter where you find yourself today, this scripture will get, that, get your faith, it'll get it turned on, all right? It'll wake it up, it'll get it out of sleep mode. Listen, listen to what, what Paul said. He said, what can we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can, can I read it with faith? Is that okay? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not even spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. Come on, say no one. No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? Would you stand right now? Who then will condemn us? Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and has raised and was raised to life for us and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Come on, Jesus is pleading for you today. He's praying for you today. He's talking to God about you today. Not just your neighbor, not just your wife, about you. He cares about you. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No. No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory. Overwhel not just victory. Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Overwhelming victory is yours. Come on, let's get the faith turned on. Come on, let's be a church that believes. Let's come on, let's be a church that walks in here. And I've been telling this to our volunteers. And we, here's our thought. I wonder what God's gonna do today. 
I wonder how he's going to show up. I wonder who might get healed. I wonder who might get set free from addiction. I wonder who might give their life back to Jesus. I wonder who might give their life to Jesus for the first time. I wonder who might get that financial breakthrough that they're looking for. I wonder whose knees might get healed. I wonder whose sciatic might get healed. I wonder whose back might get better. I wonder whose feet might stop hurting them through the day. I wonder who might start having way better thoughts than they've ever had. I wonder who might actually start sleeping for the first time and not waking up in the middle of the night. I wonder what what God will do. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. And you know what? I have more faith right now in this moment than I did five seconds ago. Because you know how faith comes? Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by speaking. Levi, faith comes by speaking. We just prayed for you before you got out of here. You played with faith today. You worshiped with faith today. You didn't just worship with your talent. You worship with faith. And everyone here got the benefit of your faith faith. It's tangible. It's the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Thanks again for listening today. If you'd like to join us in person for church, Renew Life meets every Sunday morning at the YWCA at 6501 University Avenue in Lubbock, Texas. For more information on our ministry, check out renewlifechurch.com or find us on social media. We hope to see you soon.